Hey, you want to get high, man? Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim Cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you so much for joining me this Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday on my end. I don't know when I'll put this out. I'll probably put this out sooner. The ones with the interviews take longer. It's a whole technical thing. It's only me. I, there's no team. I wish I had a team of interns and all that stuff, but I don't. So it's just me and the. And so, uh, anyways. Been a while since I did a solo cast. Um, I got some recent upgrades, so I got this neat Chinese webcam here, and uh, I'm doing more video casts so you can see my dumb face. Some people like to see the dumb face. It's easier to cancel me when you see my dumb face because I'll be saying dumb things, and you see my face saying them, and you're like, that guy sucks. And so I'm just making it easier for my enemies, whoever they are. <laughs> I seem to be uh, uniting people in their hatred of me, so I think that's... Hey, I'm, here's the thing. My posture usually is of a jester and of a messenger. People, uh, both uh, occupations where you get your head cut off or killed if people don't like what you say, all right? That's part of my... I get that that's part of my occupational hazard. Um, shouldn't be touching myself because I, I also now don't have the hand I still have the handheld mics but I've moved on to this lav it's a Chinese lav probably won't work for long I might need to update it or use the Chinese webcam as the mic or the Chinese headset but the headset wasn't as good and the Chinese laptop isn't as good I've gone Chinese it's cheaper it's better than you know what Apple I'm just, they just lost me. They lost me over and over and I'm, I've gone, gone over, I've capitulated. I've gone over to the other side, guys. I say I'm all for the People's Republic of China. I think that their lines are very clear and I appreciate that. Um, and you know what? Uh, I'm happy to spread any CCP propaganda that needs to be spread, uh, given what's going on with, you know, our own police state. I mean, come on, like, who are we to judge? That's, you know, hire me. I am willing to take CCP money. <laughs> I'm putting that out there right now. I'm willing to take Chinese communist money to spread the word of Tian Sha. You know, just uh, look, here's a sample. Look, Chinese, the Chinese didn't colonize the world. They didn't do anything. You know what their system of uh, foreign diplomacy was? It was a tributary system. So yes, on one level they did ask that you kowtow to them and you had to do it, you know, bow nine times, whatever. But in exchange, they give you silk, they give you tea, they give you silver, they give you gold, they give you stuff. What do they want in return? You just have to say that they were awesome and they want like a giraffe or some shit, depending on where they went. You know what? They just wanted stuff, you know, to exchange. Da, da, da. And that's all they're doing now. See, that's all they're doing now with their one road and they're building all this stuff in Africa. People are saying that, oh, they've got nefarious and economically like they're trying to take over those areas by providing the infrastructure and then putting everybody in debt what like the imf does who are we to see see you want more you want more china it's going to cost you one whole bitcoin <laughs> i want one whole bitcoin sent to this address one four h three five eight nine three nine four H force G H. There's only G's and H's in the whole thing. I made it. I customized the hash 
crypto hash myself. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's good times. I'm glad to just be talking to you by myself because, you know, I got all these guests. I went out of control. I booked a lot of guests. I wanted to catch up with people in the quarantine. And now it's a curfew. So it's a quarfew. I call it the quarfew. We're in the quarfew now, and it's great to catch up. Don't mind it. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes it's, I don't want to be rude. And I just don't want to say to them that, like, you know, it's not, this whole podcast isn't really about you. you know? <laughs> it's actually about me. You know, this, this is actually about my mental illness. Okay. And I'm a good listener, sure. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure my guests, none of my guests are listening. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You can see me make that face. That's one of the uh, great things about the video aspect. You get to see all the faces that I make, which yeah, you will indeed see that I am crazy. I'm a crazy person. This is not, I, you know, I think you can probably imagine the facial expressions of a reasonable person. Like an Asian guy, you know, you've never seen anything like this and then when you see it on camera you're just like oh okay they do not all look alike that's just <laughs> that's why I, woo i don't i don't know where to what to do with these jokes anymore there's nowhere to, to you know you can't do anything for a few all right it's a great time for billionaires though don't you think i think um I, well if you believe in all the conspiracy theories i feel like this is wonderful all your narratives are just blending together coming true it's it's, it's, it's wonderful right like Bill Gates, you think there's a billionaires club? You know, like billionaire boys club? Not the one with Pharrell or whoever, I don't know anything about with the kids. This is probably 10 years old. This is a 10 year old reference, isn't it? Anyways, back to Bill Gates. <laughs> Sitting in the club of billionaires, you think he's like, hey, I, hey, check it out, I staged a pandemic. You know, follow that. And then George Soros is like, hold my beer, you know, like he's just fucking, I got all of it in place. I like, activate, activate Antifa, <laughs> activate it. I don't know. There's all this weird like news. Uh, see, the whole thing about this whole thing with first the pandemic. Okay. I, I mean, honestly, you can just see it, a, a line. I say it's a line going all the way back to fucking <sighs> WMDs, Gulf of Tonkin. You know what I mean? You can take it back to the main. You can keep taking it. I mean, when just America, I'm sure the fabrications, manufacturing consent, all that stuff. It's been around, okay? Then use colluding with the state in order to advance, advance the, um, whatever, the propaganda of the state. The news just acting as the propaganda arm of the state. And it doesn't matter what side, who, who's in charge of the state, who, if it's Fox or MSNBC, it's all kind of similar. You know what I mean? It's all just that the mechanisms are there. It's just different players. And I think, uh, man, read Manufacturing Consent. It's not a crazy, some, I'm not a crazy man. I mean, not about this. This is something, some other guy who's way smarter than I, you know, came up with linguistic theory, Chomsky. You know, that, so I'm not gonna, you know, whatever, man. It's, read it. He's talking about how, like, back in the day, World War One, made newsreel footage of uh, Belgian babies being nailed to church doors by Germans. I mean, it was all made up. It was fabricated. It was just a, you know, but back then, people didn't understand cinema and editing and all that stuff, so they fell for it. You know, and they got all, ah, we've got to send our boys over to fight this war. Before that, America was totally isolationist. Anyway, not to say America is, like, not guilty of anything before that, because 
course, there's the, you got your centuries of white supremacy, right? I mean, this whole thing is crazy because you can see that there's a line stretching from the police, the militarizing of the police, to the world empire, to white supremacy, to the colonial uh, start to this country. 13 colonies, right? 13 colonies, I guess it wasn't bad luck, but colonies mean colonialism, right? And colonialism is essentially rapacious extraction. I mean, what, you think it was like nice? You think this shit was nice? It was all right, it wasn't a big deal. Those guys all, you know, could have been nicer, could, be, could have been nicer than today, <laughs> some people say. That's, are you kidding? That's why, <clears throat> honestly, I just take the time machine, to, I say take the time machine test, right? you yourself went into a time machine how far back could you go and be okay i remember i worked in a room full of white dudes and i asked them hey would you rather be rich in 1900 or as you are now and they all said rich in 1900 they are like oh rich in 1900 and i was like really like you would want to live in a time where okay there's first of all there's no sanitation but also, just, it's just like there's no such thing as racism either. It's just the way where the white man rules. <laughs> they're fine. They're like, yeah, they're fine. You know, because that's not, it's the perception, eh? the perception of what history is has been manufactured, right? Just like our consent, just like, it, just like the content that we see on the streets, a lot of it could be manufactured. I mean, that is a lot of, we're verging now into ultimate conspiracy territory because you take that farther and then it's like NASA isn't real, space isn't real, all of that, Earth is flat. You can see where that, the, the, the reasoning, you know what I'm saying? The, the, that's the slippery slope of that reasoning. Here's, here's the thing. So you could say it, you know, you could say that there's an, we've been lied to because even just look at marijuana. Marijuana, see, marijuana is not a big deal, whatever. But here, to me, the big deal about marijuana is that it's the, the lie that they told to people openly, right? They told us that it's fucking bad for you. They told us, like, this and that'll happen. And now look, it's fucking fine. Now it's a business. Now it's a business. A bunch of people are getting rich off of it. A bunch of white people and Koreans too. And I'm not gonna, you know, do you know what I'm saying? And, and some Mike Tyson, you know, not, it's, but overwhelmingly, let's all admit that the people who got fucked during the drug war were black and brown people. I mean, that's just a fact, right? How are we gonna rectify that? I don't know. I feel like this is all part of that. Like, not literally, though. Some of you are like, no, this is about George Floyd and one man who died, and not just one man, Breonna Taylor is another one. What about Philando Castro? What about Eric Garner? I mean, I could just keep, these are, it's a list of names. Like I was alive during the protests, the Rodney King uprising, right? Riots, whatever you want to call it. Three days burning, rooftop Koreans, the whole nine yards, you know, the backdrop to OJ, all that stuff. Like I was there, I remember the sentiment. Um, it is different, you know, it's not the same. But I was out there in the protest on Saturday. It was at Pan Pacific Park. There was a, um, a protest, a Black Lives Matter uh, gathering, and then a march down, to um, Fairfax, so Pan Pacific Park is on Beverly. Um, Beverly Boulevard runs east-west, so it went west down to Fairfax. Part of the group split went through the park down to Third, which is south and parallel to Beverly, and went all the way down to La Cienega, then got pushed back by the cops, pushed up to Fairfax. And so by the time I was there, I'd gone to the gathering 
came back. I was with Ramey. Then we went back. We're at the march. Got to the scrimmage or skirmish line. There was a skirmish line at third. Went up to Fairfax. And then I saw saw the darndest thing. And I might, you know, you might hear me say this over and over, but it's it was the weirdest thing, man. I watched four cops guarding one con car and then get must have all gotten an order or something, because all four of them in unison moved over to another cop car where there were other cops. So it's not like that cop car needed to be guarded. They abandoned this one cop car, moved over there. While it's getting heated, everybody's getting pushed there. Things are getting heated. People are yelling at the cops. We were, you know, and that's when my spider sense went off. And that's when I was like, you know what? We should split. So we turned the corner. As soon as we turned the corner, <clears throat> you can just hear the fucking smoke. Or not hear. You can see the smoke, black smoke, boom, rising. And so I go home. I get home. I'm not too far away. I'm actually a couple blocks away. Uh, I live a couple blocks away. I go home, turn on the live stream, and I see that someone set a cop car on fire on Fairfax. And Beverly, and that it was the same cop car that the cops moved from. Doesn't mean anything. What does it mean? I don't know. Suspicious. Yes. I mean, did they set it on fire? Possibly. I don't know. That's why when you know all this stuff about like people came from out of town, or there's like Nazis dressing up as Antifa, or Antifa dressing up as what? I don't know. For for all intents and purposes, it looked like a bunch of protesters. People had been pent up. People, you know, from the quarantine rah, the people who were genuinely angry um but i would have to say it's the cops that really once the cops showed up that's when it got violent and it seems to be the pattern all over the country if you look there's footage everywhere of the cops inciting violence right so i wouldn't put it past the cops then to have agent provocateurs you know what i'm saying going around starting looting starting burning i'm not saying that there aren't looters because obviously there are but it's just all about it's the whole mentality of the crowd right crowds that's what i'm le learning Crowds operate on leadership, uh, at least from this book, right? Um, which is an observation made before the 20th century. And I think it's an observation that's even truer now and even more manipulated. Hence manufacturing consent, right? Hence now the media. Hence why I fucking hate the media. My, like what I go on and on, my railing about the media, all that stuff. It's because they're supposed to be leaders. Ah, where's, where's Obama? Obama. Obama's going to, I guess, do some nice speech or, or something. But where's he been this whole time? I don't know who we got Biden. Ah, I don't oof. Anyways, Bill Gates versus George Soros. You know, maybe it's just a big chess battle. Maybe we're just playthings to these guys, you know, race, gender, all that stuff. It's just a distraction from class, right? Look at what, you know, I feel like the, the rioting was a, an orgiastic release, right? Just a, people pent up. We're angry. You cock block spring. You can't just cock block spring and, on people and expect nothing to happen. You know, Arab spring happens. You know, you know the things happen in spring. If you don't make it happen, something's going to get forced, right? And something got forced, and I think that's why cities burned. You know, there was anger, and the anger turned, got lit up, and that lighting was um, also, I think, inflamed by the media, the president. The cops, <laughs> basically everybody who's supposed to be our leaders, everybody who we're supposed to listen to and uh, respect and uh, the, the money we pay in taxes goes to uh, paying a lot of the people who, who are in charge of us. Of course, the media is all commercial, so it's our clicks and our ad, ad money and stuff like that. But it's all based on the consumer, us, right? And we're the ones who they continually lie to and fuck. And we just kind of squabble. More and more squabbling, you know? It's very interesting. Everything just keeps get splitting up by um, racial lines and things like that. And less and less talk of 
uh, economic economic stuff. I mean, isn't it interesting? I think it's very interesting and very telling that Martin Luther King was assassinated when he started talking about economics. He started talking about the war state connecting the inner cities with the colonial um, adventures overseas, or the just the war, the Cold War shit that you know korea and vietnam essentially wars in asia back then you know how that's connected how the struggle is connected because you know i like to harp on the fact that the uh the first desegregated infantry was used in the korean war right how white supremacy uh which let's call it colonialism and let's call it our foreign policy let's call it imperialism whatever it is this exercise of power has been uh, with us for a very long time and has been weaponized using people against each other. I'm not like anti-white, anti-black. That's the whole thing. It's like, I don't really truck with the whole racial identity thing in the first place. But I do understand how it's wielded as a weapon, right? I understand how it's used. I understand how you can't ignore it, you know, and how, how it's used on crowds, leaders, crowds. So these agent provocateurs breaking windows, doing that stuff, that's just uh, somebody taking a leadership position and inciting the illogical uh, sort of like, and especially after being indoors for like three months, pent up energies and rage of the crowd, you know? And you can see there's dying down. It's actually dying down. There's like a refractory period going on. You know, people are chilling out. So I don't know. I guess... Um, is that unfair of me? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like uh, people did this whole thing where they posted these black squares. And I, I just don't like social media activism. I don't like the bandwagoning. I don't like the shaming of others into doing it. I just, I don't believe in it. It always gets hijacked. It's always some kind of co-opted thing. You know, it's always just marketing. It's marketing. That's all it is. Hashtag marketing. Anyways, so people posted the black square and then it turned out that uh, people were using the Black Lives Matter hashtag, and so the whole feed was getting clogged up by these black squares. <laughs> so then people were saying, no, it's actually a disinformation campaign to stop Black Lives Matter information from getting out, to stop using that hashtag, use this other hashtag, Blackout Tuesday. And then, so everybody started doing that, and then it turned out Blackout Tuesday was started by this record, these record companies, or I don't know the details, it's just a, it's some company, there's always some companies, some people, some influencers, you know what I mean? There's always just, it's you know, if you want to go out there, go out there. I understand. Some people feel like, oh, I can't go out there because they're still dealing with the coronavirus thing. But I just, don't feel, I just feel like it's, it's, it's all falling apart, right? Not to say that it was never real. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the news is authority. The credibility is kind of falling apart. I went out there. I was not afraid of getting sick. I wore masks, sure, uh, for everybody else and myself. But overall, at this point, I feel like, we don't know the extent of how much it's actually run through the population. We don't even, we, what we're starting to see is a picture of um, the fact that it's not the same. There was potential for it to be bad, but we averted that danger. And now we are um, sort of sheltering in place for reasons other than the original intent. And it seems like an exercise of state power continuing over and over. I mean, honestly, look at uh, George Floyd was killed over a forged $20 check or a bill, $20, okay? That none of this, imagine if fucking government gave corporations $1,200 and unleashed trillions on the people. 
Yeah, you might have been prevent. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that would get rid of white supremacy or cops or or any of it. You know, or just bad training, militarized police, any of it. That I wouldn't say. I'm not saying that. But just yeah, it's clear where the um, the priorities lie. Um, but it's also clear that the divisions are too strong for people to unite. You know, so I just I see I foresee it just becoming just like it happened under Obama. It'll be part, become phased out of the news cycle, and then something else will get politicized, and you know, and so on and so forth, and on it goes. Um, well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I mean, we have no idea. But um, I guess hmm. I was supposed to have a guest. I thought I could maybe do this and have him pop on, but he's not quite here yet. But so I'm gonna maybe sign off. Is that a great? Is that <laughs> great catching up? Everything sucks. <laughs> You know, here's the thing. I think, if anything, what it gives, I, I have a lot of hope. Anytime shit like this happens, I have hope because that means uh, change. There may be some change that come in and change is uh, violent, you know? Changes could be violent. Change is disruptive. Change is not uh, easy. Uh, it's messy. And, but, but that means through the mess, new things can come, maybe growth, maybe better things. We don't know, possibilities more possibilities, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's a good thing. Also, it's all about the small circle. What's your circle, you know? Do you have love in your life? Are you doing okay? Are you all by yourself? Break quarantine if you are, you know what I mean? Go to the protest, meet somebody. I'm just, I, you know, I'm just, I, I don't, it might not be the healthiest thing. I'm not advocating, I'm not saying that the virus is a hoax or, and I'm not saying white supremacy is a hoax, <laughs> okay? Nothing is a hoax, everything is a hoax. It doesn't matter, all I'm saying is, What's not being addressed is actual health. What's not being addressed is actual economics. What's not being addressed is the actual thing, the underlying problem, just symptoms of that problem, you see, and the, the, the divisions you can cause using those symptoms. Race definitely being one of them. Gender is another one, I think. Last thing they want is men and women uniting. You know what I mean? That would fucking that would freak them out because that's tons of people. That's what they don't want. <clears throat> that's what they don't want. Okay. <laughs> And then just a blood splat <laughs> splats right behind me. That's what would be great. See, and that's why you should watch the video because you would have been able to see that visual. Um, I've got a lot of cool guests coming up, so I'm excited about that. I am thankful. I do have a nice bump in numbers, so thank you guys. Thank you. Smash that like button if you're down with the movement. <laughs> or subscribe. Subscribe, you know, subscribe, please. Uh, don't forget to follow me on the YouTube here. Uh, on uh, the Rojan Kimcast. You can find me on the Rojan Kimcast. YouTube, the Rojan Kimcast. You can find me, the Rojan Kimcast, on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all those platforms. I should just say all platforms. Should I just say all platforms? But it's not true. It's not on all platforms. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's not like everybody. Thank you guys uh, so much for tuning in, and until next time.